I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. This week we are continuing our conversation about 15 things we've learned in marriage in our 15 years of marriage. So last week we went over five things. Again, these are in no particular order. Uh, So we're going to continue this week with five more and then wrap it up next week with the remaining five. So to start this week off, we're going to start with no secrets. Yeah, number six, no secrets. Something we learn pretty early on in marriage is that it is easier if we tell each other things face-to-face rather than finding out later. And we're talking about secrets. Secrets can be a lot of different things. Yeah, it's definitely a myriad of things. It's definitely even those conversations that you have with friends where they're like, don't tell anyone. And then sometimes you have to be like, well, Thaddeus and I don't keep secrets or vice versa. Yeah, I'd say the only exception to the rule is when we're talking, maybe when we're trying to surprise each other with. Which we're not very good at. We're not very good about it, but maybe a gift or something along those lines. So, and then it's also just in our own relationship of if something comes up, we don't keep it to ourselves. We make sure that we clue in the other person so we're on the same page. Right. And even if it's something hard, like a sin we're struggling with, you know, we're supposed to confess our sins one to another. And so I think sometimes just having that person who you know you can trust to talk through things is really, it really helps you even in your spiritual journey. And then also, you know, in marriage, it helps just to be able to communicate with each other too. And then that leads into our our next item, which is over-communicate. This is one of our favorite ones and something we took a lot of years to get pretty good at, but something that we've worked really hard to be good at. I would say in the beginning of our marriage, maybe this wasn't a strength, but I would definitely say over the last few years, we've gotten pretty good at this, where we really try to sit down every day. And it's not maybe a face-to-face conversation where we're communicating, but it could be doing something together and having a conversation sending lots of text messages throughout the day, not in an annoying way or where we have each other on the leash, but just letting each other know where each other's at or where each other's going or if we're spending a large amount of money on something. Not that we necessarily need to ask each other permission to buy things, but just, you know, if I'm going to go out and spend, you know, a ton of money on something with the kids, it's good for me to communicate with that with Thaddeus. Uh, just having those opportunities to be communicating I think is really healthy and really important but also can be quite challenging and where a lot of marital tension can come in if you're not being intentional about it and letting each other know in other ways of you know a one of the kids did something and we need to make sure that we're on the same page in that regard or we made plans with some friends and didn't clear with the other person so which now this leads into the, the following item, which is for us, Google calendars. Yes. Number eight, Google calendars. I would argue to say Google calendars saved our marriage. I know that's putting a lot of um, accolade and praise upon Google calendars, but definitely has, how many years have we been doing Google calendars? Like 10 uh, maybe not 10, uh, probably a long time. 
maybe I mean 10 10 could be a stretch but maybe I mean yeah it's been quite a while and I it was really hard for me to switch over from paper calendar I always had my whole life written out in in a paper calendar but when Thaddeus started pressuring me to switch over I kind of came over kicking and screaming and I'm sure many of you can relate to that but when I did switch over to Google Calendar, it right away started to prove how healthy it was going to be for our marriage. And I just remember we used to double book ourselves all the time or one of us would make plans and not tell the other or just and that gets really hard when you have little kids whose schedules you're trying to work around. And I would plan something and, you know, not communicate it with him And it just always caused so much tension in our marriage. And so one thing that has totally helped us has been Google calendars or, you know, maybe you're not a Google calendar person, but there's other calendar things you can use to other good apps. But definitely if you are married and you are not communicating with your spouse via a digital calendar that you are both connected to, I would highly suggest doing that. Yeah, it, th- there's nothing wrong with paper calendars per se, but in today's day and age and what's available to use, and more than likely if you're listening to a podcast, you have a smartphone. So it, it's something that you can use that you don't have to use the same, for us, we don't use the same Google account, right? We we each have our own Gmail address or whatever, but we share the calendar between us so that way, Trish can see what I put on my calendar events. I can see what she puts on hers. That way, down the road, if there's something that we're like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work, we should both be able to look at the calendar and see it in an instance instead of, well, let me wait till I got to look when I get home and pull out the pull out the uh, trusty old uh, paper calendar that's maybe sitting on a desk somewhere. Yeah. And I would say even Google calendars, I know this is, we're talking about marriage, but I would say in almost every aspect of my life, it just helps me to be more efficient and making sure I'm places where I need to be on time. Cause you can even set a reminder. Like if you're meeting up with friends, you can set a reminder for two hours before that time or half an hour before the time that you're supposed to be meeting with people. And for work, it helps immensely to be able to edit details. And so I would highly suggest getting a Google calendar or something that you can communicate. But for us, I can only speak so high of it because I know that was something we really, really fought about early on in our marriage. Probably one of the biggest things was I was always running around and not communicating with Thaddeus where I was going or what I was doing. And he thought I would be home with him or doing something with him. And I was busy elsewhere. Yeah. And and again, we're not poo-pooing the idea of a paper calendar. It's for us, the technology works. If it doesn't work for you, that's fine. But it's a matter of then, okay, you need to make a point of sitting down and going. And my over parents a do that, and it works fine for them. They right. do that. So it's just a uh, for us, it just didn't work. Trish maybe had a planner, like a day planner, week planner, whatever. I didn't do that, so it was I knew when I had to work. And just because I would leave it out on the counter for him to see, it didn't mean he was looking at it. So it just right. did not work for us. And it, it also, in our household, it makes it nice because we use, like, Google Homes or, you know, some people might have Alexas or, you know, whatever. Right, so now that we have kids. Now we have kids. They can <laughs> easily ask Google what's on the calendar for today and find out, you know, do they have 
a practice of some sort or anything like that. Yeah, and who would have thought years ago when we started using Google calendars just for the two of us that eventually one day our kids would be pulling it up on our Google Home to see what they have scheduled for the day too. So it just saves so much. So talking about scheduling, I guess, time, not necessarily with each other, but just in general, we are going to shift into the next item, which is spend a lot of time together. A lot of time together. It's just like when we were talking about over-communicating. You over-communicate because you go to the extreme of hoping that you're not miscommunicating or under-communicating. And the same thing with spending time together. You want to make sure that you're really prioritizing each other in your marriage. And for us, maybe this always hasn't been something that we've both been super good at or super intentional about, but it's something we've learned. This is a, a lesson we've learned in 15 years of marriage. So something we've learned in our 15 years of marriage is how important it is to spend a lot of time together. And that looks different in a, long, a lot of ways. It could be a variety of different things. So sometimes for us, it's just kicking the kids out of one of the living rooms and making sure that we get to just sit with each other, not have them as a distraction. But let's be honest, they're still going to be a distraction because that's what kids are. But just making time recently with the COVID-19 where you maybe couldn't have gone into a restaurant, uh, we We've talked about this before, date nights at home, ordering takeout and having a date night. Playing cards. Playing games or even going through the drive-thru of Dairy Queen and then going to a park and walking around while we eat the ice cream. Or if the weather's not nice enough, just parking and sitting at a park and eating the ice cream. Or taking our dog on a super long walk. Yeah. <laughs> one of the dogs the other one wouldn't last but yeah it's just fun to be creative when you're so limited right now with options well I guess it's getting a little better but right so it doesn't always have to be the same thing you can do a lot of different things you don't have to go to dinner you don't have to uh, go camping you don't have to go to a movie you know there's lots of different ways to spend time together yeah and for us even just intentionally being together can even look different day to day. When one of us is getting ready, one of us might, the other one might come into the restroom and just talk and catch up on what the plans are for the day or while Thaddeus is working, I'll come down and talk with him. You know, so it's not always the structured thing, but it's just spending lots of time together. And then even something as dumb as I got Trish to play fantasy football last year with me. We were kind of competing, but it was a different way for her to engage in something that I enjoy. Right. And he knows I'm super competitive, so I got into it. <laughs> Last thing for this week is the total opposite, and that's to give each other space. Yes. So healthy to give each other space. Please do not be that couple that are like connected by a leash to one another Give each other space because that space is so healthy. It's so healthy for me to go out with my girlfriends and have a girls' night and come home to loving arms and vice versa. It's healthy for Thaddeus to have that space to go and be with his friends or go in the basement and play video games for a little while while I hang out with the girls and do girls' things. It's just so healthy to have that but yet not let that separate you. 
Yeah, it's just good to not always be joined at the hip because eventually you're going to drive each other crazy and you don't want to have to then get in a fight and that's causing you to give each other space. It's just nice to be able to sit and breathe and have your own time without it being, oh, we got in a fight, so now we're stewing. Right. So healthy. So that's lesson number 10 is to give each other a little space. And also that space to be creative and that space to find out who you are as an individual. We have friends that we have apart from each other and we have friends that couple friends that we hang out together with and and that's healthy too. So it's just good to do both. Spend a lot of time together, a lot, but also give each other space. So that being said, I know we talked about it last week the the 15 years of 15 things we've learned in 15 years of marriage as we're coming up on our anniversary. So we are planning on celebrating our anniversary this week and spending a lot of time together and coming back next week to wrap this up with five more things for you guys. Um, Until then, if you like this, please subscribe, share it with your friends. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, prayer requests, you can go ahead and email those to us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com. And until next week, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish, and we love you guys.